0: You are listening to Night Talk, giving you depth and texture to the conversations that matter. It is 17 minutes after 10 p.m. My name is Oliver Dixon. Welcome to Night Talk. Thank you so much for the honor and pleasure of your company this evening. Legal analyst Mbomnelo Zikalala joins us to unpack the unfortunate letters exchange between the president and advocate Pusisu Mkwebane, suspended public protector, advocate Pusisu Mkwebane. She yesterday wrote a letter to the president saying, Mr. President, well, saying, Mr. President, I'm writing to you to inform you that I will be returning to the office tomorrow, the office being the office of the public protector, because your suspension letter said, I am suspended pending the outcome or pending the conclusion of the inquiry into my fitness to hold office. The inquiry has concluded Therefore, I'm going back to work. As per your letter, I'm entitled to go back to work. Horrible argument. Absolutely no shred of common sense in that argument. The president writes back the 11th hour and says, you, you, you shall dare not do such thing. Because, in fact, I don't know that the, uh, the committee had concluded its work because parliament has not informed me. Until I am informed, then we can have a conversation about it when I have decided whether or not you shall be expelled or not. give a, a good night. Good evening. Thank you so much for your time. I really, really do appreciate it.
1: Good evening, Mr. or so Good evening to the listeners.
0: Yeah. Um, it it's seems to me like a desperate attempt at being mm-hmm. sneaky in terms of just trying to desperately get back into the office. Um, does Busiso Mkobane have any legal standing whatsoever To return back to work as per the argument she makes
1: no not 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 at all um there had to be other processes that she would have to do in order for her to be able to get back to work i think what what is important here to look at the the presidential note or the note that was sent by the president uh, on the 9th of June, and it's very clear because it says you are suspended pending the finalization of the process of 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 the proceedings or inquiry initiated by the committee of the National Assembly established in terms of section 194 of the Constitution so up until those proceedings have been done and dusted and what do they contain it it means the establishment of the committee the creation of the terms of references the starting of the hearing of evidence considering of evidence and also the submission of the report to Parliament and also Parliament making a determination Parliament being the National Assembly, only then will the President be able to act. Where yeah. does it derive its powers from? Section 194, uh, three of the Constitution that says uh, he can suspend the the, the the public protector. And it's inclusive of the conclusion which is going to come from the National Assembly. So you can't start the suspension processes and leave them midway. So the President is correct in saying the only manner in which I can act in because I've initiated this process under Section 194 is is when I receive a report that comes from Parliament that says, Mr. President, uh, three-quarters of the House have said yes, yes, or three-quarters of the House have said no, then the President can enter ad- can ad- accordingly. So the President was quite correct in terms of saying, I do not have the powers or do not read whatever letter that was submitted earlier to you as they have giving you powers of going back to work when the committee has, co- has concluded one of its processes of many processes which are still outstanding
0: even in the best case scenario advocate busis would go back to work but you would be then without out of job by the end of october which is what the end of next month quite literally
1: uh, definitely so it, it would be just a, a month process then the question is how many investigations can you be able to start and conclude within that particular month what is it that you can do when you go back to work is it a process of doing those handover reports but you're not at, at, at work for the past of the first couple of months so what any over a are going to do when you're not be part and parcel of the process that were there. So I do think maybe it was a miscalculated approach and and, and, and way of, of trying to get back into office, but it is quite clear in terms of what the, the, the suspension of the intention of the suspension is, is actually
0: stating. Yeah. Despite her being a lawyer herself, albeit never having practiced law, is Advocate busiso Mkwebane a victim of bad legal advice?
1: Uh, I could say p- partly so, but you must also remember that you are, uh, legal practitioners are also creatures of instructions. So regardless of what you can say to your client, if the client says, I want you to take the chance that is slim, um, you simply do what the, 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 the client is telling you. As long as you've explained all the repercussions and the cost implications that would ensue, then so, you're willing to take the risk. And by that, I mean also reputational risk uh, as, 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 as a legal practitioner, but... I do think that in certain instances she may have looked into certain circumstances in the wrong manner, but in certain circumstances she may be the victim of, of individuals that are practicing the law in a, in a manner which is not proper.
0: Yeah. Importantly here, if to to the Parliamentary Committee work and, and, and the possible outcome of its its inquiry, uh, the president cannot fire Advocate Busen Soem if the if Parliament doesn't overwhelmingly, and that's to say three uh, three quarters of the House, vote in favor of the ad hoc committee's outcome or the Section 189 committee's outcome. And if the outcome, and, and that can only be the case if the outcome is one that concludes that she's not fit to hold office. Or can the president still uh, apply discretionary power after having considered the contents of the report?
1: Unfortunately, the president is controlled by what the constitution actually says so the constitution says at least two-thirds of the members of the of the of the, of the assembly um, should vote yes and if they voted yes then you must remove the public the public protector even on him it is not a discretionary process so once you have two-thirds were there you still want the public protector to continue or not the constitution is, is quite prescriptive but it says the, the the proceedings or the committee must start and end on, 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 and do its job and if it has been uh, recommended that they must be removal, you must remove the parallel protection so there's no discretion at all so the president is obliged to comply with all recommendations that have been made by the national assembly and if you have the majority which is two-thirds the only option that you have is to call in line with the majority as instructed
0: is the report uh, the outcome of the report and the vote subsequent to that is it reviewable I, well, I no yeah. doubt would uh, think that that's something that advocate Busuzum Kobane would take under consideration.
1: Yes, it is. In, in fact, I was amazed as to why I should let the process um, get into the to the close of parliament rather than say, after having received a particular uh, report or the outcome, then say, I'm going to go to court to review this particular uh, the, uh, the, the work of the committee both on the substantive and procedure of this. Substantiveness, well, I, I want them to determine to me, what is it that I've done wrong? Was it a rule that um, you are, i I'm, they're not going to be any judgment which are going to be taken against me? Was it a rule that there are not going to be any personal court which are going to be granted against me? Or is it a situation in which I've been dealt with or I've been, I've been forced to be a super human public protector that has no force? I always with the analogy of a judge sitting in the President division whose judgment has been overturned by the SA. It does not mean that the judge is incompetent. It simply means that on that term of law, uh, it has been found wanting, but it does not mean that, that the judge should then be charged. But then secondly, look at the procedural aspect. The reason why we're engaging in court procedures in this manner so, so that you're able to give all individuals that are concerned enough time to prepare adequate opportunity to dispute whatever evidence that is there and to make final decision. And be able to persuade the presiding officers in a manner in which it would, would be fit to them. Then the question would be Has she been afforded a fair chance in this case? I would say no. The instances in which the public protector has been forced to sit within the parliamentary committee alone without a legal rep meanwhile, the legal team from the side of the of parliament has always been made 24-7. That's not fair, yeah. but this, it's only up to the court that they can be able to determine it. And in order for you to be able to make sure that everything is done according to plan, I would have expected that as soon as we received the outcomes of the report, she would have filed a, a review application and said, I don't even want parliament to sit down and review this application because if I win at the end of the day, that means parliament will engage in the fruitless and wasteful expenditure because you need to fly all these members down, house them, and then allow them to vote on something that can be overturned or set aside by the court.
0: Yeah. But assuming that the public protector, or at least advocate, the suspended public protector, does consider the avenue of taking the report or the outcome of the inquiry under review for whatever reason, Um, Mm. and she has in multiple uh, uh, points throughout the process, went to court. For instance, challenging the rules, challenging or applying for the recusal of the presiding officer uh, of the of the committee, and she lost on that and various other moments. But should she take this under review? She would have no coverage for legal costs because the deputy public protectors, the acting public protector, had said, we're not going to keep funding this. We're done. We consider this thing to have been concluded. And she'd spent tens of millions of rands on this exercise, which is a great deal of money that could otherwise have gone to doing really important, useful, and fruitful investigations. Um, but more than that, she would then have to do it on an urgent basis as well. If she does do it, would she have merit for an argument on urgency, especially given that? And I'm, I'm assuming the urgency would only be justified uh, or motivated by the fact that it's a time sensitive matter. But would it be good enough before a court to be considered on an urgent basis? Well I
1: think it depends on the rate of the agency in which you want the matter to be read in. So if you say I'm going to give you plus minus two to three weeks, then the question would be when did you know that the the parliament is going to sit? When did you receive the report? Are there any days in which you have wasted while considering the decision or is it a matter of self created agency? Secondly, the court would also look at irreparable harm. Is is it a matter of life and death? Can it be a You repeat it at a later stage or put it in a position that you would have been in that the report had not been granted. Now, if the public protector had plus, minus, maybe another two years in office, then you could say she could stand a much better chance. But in this case, it's only a matter of one month which is left, and then you're out of office automatically because you can't be renewed. So on the basis of agency, Maybe she could be found wanting, but it's still an attempt in terms of saying. Uh, the argument would be, I do not want to get paid while I'm sitting at home when yeah. there's a, a potential of me going back to work. At least allow me to go back to work while I take this matter on review. Uh, this is my review point in which I'm going to stage to the court, both in a substantive and procedural process, and the court finds in my favor it's going to save a whole lot of money especially within the parliamentary process because they don't have to sit down and consider a report which is flawed.
0: Yeah. Um, and then finally, I'm assuming there would also be a direct access argument to be made because I'm assuming she'd go directly to the constitutional court. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are instances where executive actions uh, are directly reviewable by the constitutional court and direct access makes sense in that case we're talking here about the exercise of power between the president and the national assembly would direct access suffice is there an argument to be made and a justification in this instance
1: in this instance i don't think direct access would be justified you do have a lower court that can be able to decide the matter yes it would have to be confirmed at a later stage by the court, but start at the bottom and then be able to move up remember if you start at the Concord, you rob us, especially as legal practitioners and also the community, the ability to be able to mule over the matter, the ability to get um, important jurisprudence as to how certain things are supposed to be interpreted. Remember, the Office of the Public Protector has only been around for only a, a few years, so there's not much legal precedent or case law that has been developed in terms of its relations when it come to the powers which are then afforded to the president. So you may find the Concord saying, well, you we do have a, a, a judge that can be able to listen to this matter in the, the lower division. Start there before coming to us. Yes, you're going to eventually come to us, but we want to we want to make sure that you've gone through all the processes. Maybe one court, or, or that you can be able to skip over to the SCA. But you have to go. You start somewhere, and you can't use the conditional court as a court of court
0: yeah, we're uh-huh. going to have to be there. Thank you so much for your time uh, this evening. That really, really do appreciate it. I'm taking your reactions to the story. Give me a call, 86 I'm also taking your WhatsApp voice note reactions to this, 614 104 Tweet me at Oliver underscore speaking. Is Advocate Buseswem Kwebani wasting her time and our time? Is she somebody that has relegated herself to the part of our political, national political life that we should just ignore? Does she have a genuine case? Do you think she has a genuine case? If you think so, what is the case? And what in law substantiates the case? Or is she merely just seeking attention? Is the president unfair towards her? Is he vexatious? As the court at once described uh Praveen Godan's behavior towards the public protector? Or is it merited? Give me that call, zero eight six Triple Zero two zero three two. Let's take a break.